Married with Children, the podcast, hosted by Dustin and Callie, two 30-somethings, just trying to make it through everyday life, sponsored by Spring Valley Farms. Spring Valley Farms is a family-owned, certified Angus farm that specializes in show cattle and freezer beef. If you have a young child breaking into the 4-H scene, there isn't a better place to visit than Spring Valley Farms. They aren't just looking to sell you a show heifer or a show steer. They will be with you throughout the entire show experience. If you're a more experienced showman that would appreciate support from the farm that you buy your show cattle from, Spring Valley Farms is the place. The head herdsman for Spring Valley Farms has spent time working, showing, and fitting cattle at many Indiana regional shows, along with the National Junior Angus Show. If you have interest in Spring Valley Farms, feel free to email us at marriedwithchildrenshow at gmail.com. And now, it's time for the show. Welcome to episode one of the Married with Children podcast, starring myself, Dustin, and Callie. We introduced you guys to the podcast uh, in a little bit of a preview and trailer here uh, a week or so ago. Uh, we're recording this here on Tuesday night in my lovely man cave here in Indiana. Uh, going to break down kind of our lives, uh, our thoughts on pop culture and things going on, and kind of share some of our stories, our thoughts. We're hoping down the road to interview people, have them come in and kind of share their stories and their you know inspirations and, and what they're doing with their lives. So... Uh, first of all, Callie, how's the week been? Uh, week's not, not been too bad, uh, even though it's only Tuesday. Feels like a long one already, but, um, not been too bad so far, I guess. Can't complain too much. Yeah, we've tried to record this about, what, four nights in a row <laughs> yeah, now? Yeah, seriously, like, yes. And between renovating her upstairs and adding that in and, and a three-and-a-half-year-old that doesn't like going to bed, it seems like every night we try something has gotten in the way yeah and it's like 9 30 before we get anything ready and then it's like okay do we really want to record right. an hour and a half podcast i know right so maybe we'll do it tomorrow any good stories this week coming out of the uh the world of uh, parenthood <laughs> um well actually i do have a pretty good story last night uh kind of speaking of all of trying to record and putting the little one to bed uh he's got this new thing to where he every time he go, goes to bed uh, I, I no longer than get out the door usually, and he has got to poop. And so it's just a, between that and telling me 15 stories, but... Uh, just one more thing. Yeah, Mom. one more thing, times 15. But last night was one of those that he had to go to the bathroom. So I usually don't go in the bathroom with him because he likes to talk. And he would sit on the toilet and literally talk to me for... 20 minutes if I let him telling me stories asking me questions whatever it is and so I'm sitting in the living room and uh, he's in there in the bathroom and he comes in and he says mom I made a mistake and to back this up as we've potty trained our son we've had to establish some rules in the bathroom right right uh, just because you know he's a boy and and curious and I mean with whatever but he uh, he comes in and he says, Mom, I made a mistake. Well, let's, let's cover that rule. The rule we have for him as he wipes himself after going brown poop, as he affectionately calls it, is yes. what? 
He he is only allowed to use three squares of the toilet paper. Which personally I think is is a crime in itself. <laughs> well, but he always likes the the rule of everything is he wants to eat three more bites because he's three. You know, he wants to have three more drinks because he's three. And so I figured he would abide by this rule of you get three squares because you're three. I know, but three squares is a very limited amount of toilet paper. I do agree, which he did follow up later and ask, when he's 100, does he get 100 squares? Which leads us into last night. So, yeah, very similar. He must think he's 100. But anyway, he comes in and tells me he made a mistake. And so I said, what did you do? And he said, I used too much toilet paper. And I said, did you use more than three squares? As he (laughs) says, I used a little more than three squares. So I walk into the bathroom. With him following me, and I walk in to find... And all I hear from the outside in the living room is, Alan, Paul, (laughs) what did you do? I mean, literally, it was a heaping amount, heaping of toilet paper, not on the roll. He had literally taken the whole roll off and put it in the toilet. Soaked up all the water. There's no longer water in the toilet. Soaked up all the water. The top part of it was all dry because it had soaked up all the water from the on the bottom side of all the toilet paper. And so the whole thing, and I mean, it is, you couldn't even imagine. I mean, it is sticking up over the top of the toilet seat. And it was kind of one of my, my more impressive parenting fails because I yell from the living room, do you need me? Not knowing what you've encountered, to which you say, maybe. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know how to answer that question. I'm like, I mean, I, I don't I don't know. I maybe I do need you. I, I really don't. I don't know. What, what do you do when it is full, literally full of toilet paper? But let me ask you this. As a husband, what do you do when you get a maybe response? I, I know. I know. Like. But so, so if I'd have chose just to set, <laughs> sit there on the couch and, and continue watching television, was that an appropriate response? I, I mean, I think you probably did the right thing by coming in. So why didn't you just tell me, yes, I needed I, you? I don't know. I, I don't know. But I, so then so you as were setting I, me up for failure is what you're saying. <laughs> no, no I, I didn't mean to do that, but I guess, I guess it kind of looks that way. So I immediately send him, send Alan to bed. I say, just go to bed. And he start, he's crying and saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I say, just go to bed, which is a good thing I did send him to bed because you did come in, even though I did the maybe response, and I'm pretty sure you, like, I mean, were crying. You were laughing so hard. I, I did cry. It was it was side-splitting funny to see the pile of toilet paper and the amount of time that it took him. Again, <laughs> I mean, he shoved not, it in there. It's not like he took the whole roll with the, the cardboard tube and everything went into the toilet. He literally unrolled yeah. every part of the toilet paper and had mounded it up nicely in the and toilet. And, you know, it couldn't have been a roll that's, like, literally almost out. It, it's, it seriously had to be a full, almost a full roll. I mean, it, ha- it had to. And I, so I sent Alan to bed. Dustin comes in, and he's, like, cracking up. I mean, cracking up. And I'm like, I, I mean, what, what do you do? And so then Dustin asked me, he said, did he poop? And I said, I don't know. It's full of, it's full of toilet paper. I can't see. I can't tell if he pooped or not. It is full of toilet paper. So I take the, so I go and I get some gloves because I don't have any idea. I go and get some gloves, get the trash can, and I pull out that whole thing of toilet paper. And it, I mean, it flushed right away. He must not have pooped, and I don't even know if he peed in it, but 
Oh, my gosh. It was out of control. All I can say for him is. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. To which I did go and actually have a conversation with my son and ask him, why did he put all the toilet paper right. in, the, in the toilet? And his response was, because I'm sorry, which is his <laughs> classic response. And I said, Alan, not because you were sorry. I said, did you do it because you thought it was funny? And he responded with, yes, because I thought it was funny. Now I'm in I, now I'm in catch 22, number two of the night. You told me maybe come in, and now he's telling me he did it because it was funny. Well, to he got, he him, got the laugh oh, out of it. Oh, to answer him honestly, it was side-splitting hilarious. I took pictures of it. It was hilarious. Yeah, it, it was funny. I, I am just glad that I'm the one that went in because – if Dustin would have been the one to go in, Alan would think that that's the funniest thing ever. He'd do that at school. Who knows? I mean, we'd go somewhere and he'd go to the bathroom and he'd clean out the toilet paper roll. Well, but if anywhere in public, it doesn't bother me. That's somebody else's well, problem. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm worried about school. I don't want him to do that at school. We've already had our parent teacher conference for this. Yeah, year, and I are, well, and I had, but I had to talk with them, and I said, you can't do that at school. So I so again, I am glad I am the one because I was able to keep a straight face. And, you know, send him to his room and hey, do all that. Hey, I went in and had the talk with You him. did have the follow-up. Come and, on. And, but, but you did have to compose yourself before you went in. You said, okay, I can't laugh as you went in. Okay. I spend all day dealing with awkward and delicate situations and not being able to crack a smile, laugh, make people feel it, you know. But you can't do that at home? <laughs> no. No, that's where I draw the line. I have a filter all day long. I don't have one here. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. Anything else you got from this week that you've seen, interested in, want to talk about? I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, one thing I guess I will say that I did see on the news. I was talking about the Tide Pods. Have you heard about these Tide Pods? Yeah, these uh, kids are doing. We, we were talking about, it and just I'll, I'll just go ahead and say it's it's you know we're we're learning as we go with this and trying to figure out the whole podcasting thing and and kind of figuring out our back and forth here and and, and here I'm 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 kind of I'm kind of OCD a little bit about being organized and ready to go. It comes from my coaching background, and here I've got an outline for you know printed out ready for both of us. I tell Callie prior to starting the show. I say, hey, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start with introductions. You give a little bit of the week. I knew that she wanted to tell the story about her son. I said, and then, hey, you lead in with the Tide Pod story that you had brought up that you wanted to talk about. And literally on the outline, mine says Tide Pods, in parentheses, Callie. Does yours say that? No, it doesn't. Oh, you didn't get the updated version. No. But I did tell her to go ahead and talk about that. And then she looks at me when I say, Anything else you want to talk about this week? Perfect transition to her setting it up on a tee for her to be able to lead us into the Tide Pod conversation, and she fails. Well, you know, I. Shots fired. Well, I mean, I I figure you could probably edit that out, so I don't look like an idiot. Not now that I've talked about it. Yeah. So go ahead, Tide Pod. Anyway, I did see on the news talking about the Tide Pods and the the people and the kids and stuff uh, using these Tide Pods. I, I just, I, it is shocking to me. They sit, at, from what I read and from what I've heard, they sit that on their tongue and let it start to dissolve. And it's like, I guess, kind of how long you can let it sit on your tongue. Yeah, I, I really don't understand this. 
Um, I did a lot of dumb things as a kid. There is no doubt that I did some very, very dumb things and enjoyed it, and, and that was kind of a rite of passage. The, the Tide Pod thing, though, I don't understand. I don't either. I really, I really don't get it. I mean, and I was talking with one of my classes the other day because they were asking me about it, and I'm like, what? I mean, and, and even they were like, I just really don't understand why you would do that. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. Obviously, they had, they, from what I had read, before all of this kind of went around, it was, it's kind of like one of the dare things, I guess, but before all this went around, obviously, most of the Tide Pods, uh, you know, where, where people have gotten it or eaten it or, you know, got it in their mouth has obviously been like, I think it said five-year-olds and less and younger. Yeah, and I know And so, obviously, they've done all the changes with the, the packaging and that sort of thing to prevent y- younger children from getting it because of that. Well, yeah, because there's a there's actually a, a picture on Facebook I've seen that kind of compares how candy looks and the Tide Pods. Yeah, and exactly yeah. what you're saying. That's why they changed all the packaging to be child safe. Right. And the concerns about that. Um, I like I said, I, I did a lot of dumb things, and I, I guess I guess when I was in high school, we kind of were from the you know, the time of the jackass culture. I mean, those, right, that right. show was out. The movies were out. And me and my friends kind of bought into that. We had our own film series we did. Yeah. We, we were filming ourselves, doing really stupid stuff, jumping off roofs into benches or into bushes, uh, throwing things at each other. I mean, anything we could do that was stupid and film it, we did. But I don't even know that I would have bought into eating a Tide Pod. I, I know. I agree. And I even think that, that Tide put some sort of chemical or something in it to make people throw up to kind of get rid of the um like especially like if a kid would start to eat it to kind of throw it up to get rid of all of the chemicals or you know whatever that was in there is uh, and so i mean and some of the people are like trying to fight through that because that you know that's a cool thing to do i guess but when we talk about society in our future when when a company now, I'm sure that they originally put this chemical in because of small children getting yes, it to have yes, them throw it exactly. up. exactly. But when teenagers need a company to put a chemical in that if they eat something, it throws up, all I can say is, <laughs> where do you go with society? I know, right? I, I mean, seriously, uh, I don't know. I mean, what's the so. future for our kids? I mean, all of these challenges uh, constantly— right are causing harm, are, are getting kids hurt. And, and, again, I did dumb things. We we went swimming in quarries. We jumped off quarry ledges. I mean, we did things we weren't supposed to do and that were dangerous and stupid, but we didn't – I just don't know that I had many friends that would have that wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't one of the things that you uh, probably would have jumped all over or, or, or tried, I guess. So I'm going to ask you, and, and for those of you that don't know my wife very well, my wife is like the – the prototypical perfect child. I mean, followed all the rules, did things the right way. Perfect child. I, I cannot say the same thing for myself, um, but I'm very proud that I obviously married up and had the opportunity to marry someone that does things so well. <laughs> uh, but I want to ask you, in your opinion, uh, what is the dumbest thing that you did as a child? Oh, uh. The dumbest thing that I did as a child, I don't know. 
I'm I'm sure I did a lot of dumb stuff. I just I guess I can't. Should we call your parents right now? Yeah, I was gonna say I know that they I know that they would they would think of a lot. I mean I do remember the one time that I was uh, riding on the tractor. I'm sure you've heard the story when I, I mean I don't know I was probably like eight or something, and uh, I mean I don't it's anyway I was getting off the tractor and uh, my shorts got caught on the lever. Have you heard that story? And I was yes hanging upside down. I mean, I that that's not, that's like an accident, and I mean it was a funny story, but I mean that was pretty dumb. Well, but again, this is this is point proven when you are uh, a like, perfect child. Like when that's my dumb story. Yeah, like I would say probably one of the dumbest things that we did outside of really dumb stuff <laughs> well i'm just i'm really trying to think i i would say probably one of the dumbest ones we did was the video that with people hanging their heads out of the car trying to catch the the tall grass on the side of the road as we were going down county roads and letting it hit them in the face oh really oh yeah to then i've never heard of that i think we created that <laughs> i don't know that that was a i i don't know that was a the tide pod challenge <laughs> i think yeah. that was just literally us bored in mitchell indiana growing up and saying yeah. Hey, let's see what it feels like if you're doing 30 down the country road and you hang out of the car and get smacked in the face. Yeah. I mean, I don't see anything now as an adult that could go wrong with that situation, like falling out of the car and getting run over, putting your eye out. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a thousand reasons why that's a bad idea, but at the time, it we was, thought it was a great yeah, idea. Yeah, sounds really cool. All right. So, hey, Grammy Awards was Sunday night. Big night for music. Uh, I heard a lot of mixed feelings uh kind of coming out of the awards yeah. i heard the awards a lot of people were saying the awards kind of flopped um a lot of politics being played at the award show which you can kind of expect from from that group uh one of the big things that came out of it i don't know if you saw was mm. hillary clinton reading an excerpt from uh trump's book well the book about trump i should say right. fire and fury about the inside of his white house that was released kind of criticizing the Trump White House. So she actually was seen reading an excerpt from that. Uh -huh. So a lot of kind of political innuendos right. and things going on. Obviously, an extension of the Me Too movement, hashtag Me Too, uh, hashtag Time is Up, uh, continuing that push for women's rights. But overall, you know, a big night for music. I'm a huge music guy. Yeah. Uh, you are not. Uh, <laughs> no. You lived under a rock. Yeah. I don't know how you missed out on all the musical genres you could have. Uh, well, I guess I should say that until I met your dad, and now <laughs> I know why you are what you are. But I thought it would be fun to play a little bit of a kind of a newlywed-style game. Gotcha. Um, I sent you this stuff earlier, Yep. and I asked you to write down your top five artists and groups, and I'm going to see if we'll go back and forth one for okay. one. I have not seen your list. No. You have not seen my list. Nope. But I'm going to see how close we can get to getting each other's top five. So okay. uh, I'll go first. Okay. And I'm going to guess one of yours is the Kenny Chesney. <laughs> Absolutely. You know me well. Definitely Kenny Chesney is on there. That's Why? Probably, uh, Kenny Chesney has always been one of my favorites. Um, I, I don't know. He's just, especially, he was one, especially whenever I was in, like, college. That was definitely when I was in the concert going phase i mean i i have been to quite a few kenny chesney concerts and favorite kenny chesney song you got one off the top of your head um i don't know one of my i, I just 
I put for some of my favorite songs was any Kenny Chesney songs before the uh, whole beach. Jimmy Buffett era. Yes, the beach theme era. So, like, I don't know. That was probably, like, 2008, 2010 and earlier. Yeah, that, that last album that was the Keg in the Closet was yes, on. I, that, I mean, and that one. That I think was, it was, like, the East Tennessee album or something. I yeah. forget which that one was called. but that that was Those were all probably my favorite. And, I, I mean, I can't. I don't have one off the top of my head, but I've got a lot. I mean, any of those were, would definitely be some of my favorites. All right, cool. Your guess? Uh, for you, I would say Dave Matthews. Yeah, that's an easy one. I would say most people, if they know me listening, know that that would have been on my list. Yeah, for sure. Um, love Dave as a recording artist, but and you've never experienced this. I keep telling you I'm going to take you, but we keep getting older. Dave Matthews Band Live, there is nothing, in my opinion, like watching Dave live. Um, and I know it's a it's a hate or love for Dave Matthews. Right. Either people love him and are diehards or people think he is awful. But actually on another podcast, Smugcast, I was listening the other day and they had a gentleman on from Repo Records. And he was talking about when he learned to play guitar. He actually mimicked everything Dave Matthews did. And since Dave was a self-taught guitar player, he actually had to relearn how to play guitar because he played it so funky, it wasn't the traditional way. So a really cool really? story about Dave. That this guy, and he's in Indianapolis, and he learns to play guitar, and he thinks he's playing it the right way, and he, he's going to get in his first band, and he starts playing, and the guy's like, why are you doing that? <laughs> and he's like, well, this is how I play. And he's like, yeah, that's, that's not the right way. So a really interesting, but man, if you can ever catch Dave live, I've got the chance to see him multiple times. Right, unbelievable stadium show, great show. What would what would probably be one of your favorite Dave Matthews songs? You know, it's tough for me. Um, it's easier for me to say concerts. Okay. Uh, you know, when I got to see him at Vanderbilt University, that was one of the greatest shows I've seen him in. But one that I didn't get to see, but the the free concert he put on in Central Park. If you ever get the chance to watch that DVD. The songs on there are remarkable. But if I could say one song, if you made me sit down and say one song, I would say it's his rendition of All Along the Watchtower. Okay. Uh, which has also been done by Jimi Hendrix and Bob Dylan and, and several others. But him playing that song is probably my favorite song he does. Interesting. Okay. All right. Number two for you, I'm going to guess Whitney Houston. Yeah, Whitney Houston, definitely on my list. That's one of my... Uh, one of my, you know, early childhood favorites, obviously, back in the, you know, 80s and 90s and, and whatnot. But definitely I like Whitney Houston, the bodyguard, that whole that whole part. Yeah, and I heard the other day that's one of the uh, best-selling soundtracks or really? actually best-selling albums being, even though it's a soundtrack, uh, I think it's like maybe five or six uh, best-selling huh. albums of all time. And the funny thing is, and I figured this would be one of yours, but... I actually listed Whitney Houston later on in popular songs and artists that <laughs> right. you don't like that yeah. everyone else does. Yeah. I am not a fan. I know. Anytime, it, you know, we're listening to music and that, and one of her songs comes on, man, I could about sing every word and you just want to skip it. Well, I'm just not a fan of that, that genre of music right. in the sense that, and I think they have amazing voices. I won't take anything away from their talent. I think they're amazing with the with the amount of talent they have to sing those but i want a beat i want music yeah. and all those songs are these long carried out notes and tones yep. and it just it doesn't do anything for me right 
no, I, I, I know that that is definitely not one of your favorites, but uh, she is definitely one of mine, that's for sure. All right, your next guess. Um, man, I, I, I don't really know. Um, it's tough. I have a very I know, wide I, you do. I range mean, of mine, love of music. Once you get outside of, I mean, especially like Whitney Houston, for the most part, I, I mean, most of my songs and uh, singers, you know, artists, are, are going to be country, right. obviously. Right. You know that. Um, with you, like, literally, it can be anything. Absolutely. And any time period, like, anything. So that's really hard for me. Um, I will throw out I, one I do think is probably on there, and I'm really going to have to think after this, is Chris Stapleton. Absolutely. Um, and he's the newest one on my list, yeah. and, I, and I honestly struggled with whether I should put him on there or not. But I, I wonder, because he's obviously fairly new. Absolutely. But as far as a singer-songwriter, I don't know that there is somebody that I enjoy more than him. Yeah. I mean, his ability to tell stories. He's that old-school country, old-school jazz, right. old-school blues singer that has so much emotion in a song, so much feeling, and, and the the choruses, the the music drives with it. Uh, it's unbelievable, and, and I've become a, a, a vinyl snob. I've got a, uh, a record player now and have been collecting <laughs> a little bit of vinyl, and, and to sit down, and, and Stapleton is one of those still, and it's the one thing that I miss going forward because I still had the time when, even though I didn't have albums growing up, I still pre-ordered CDs and went to right. Sam Goody oh, or yeah. Karma and picked it up at midnight, and we'd listen to the whole CD from start to yeah. finish. You know, yep. and there were parts, and even in rap albums, there were interludes, and there were skits, and there were things that built in. You know, I still remember Cedric the Entertainer calling Nelly on the Nellyville album and, you know, saying, hey, this is Ced the Entertainer, pick up. Yeah. Those things you don't get in today's culture right. of iTunes and Apple Music and, and Spotify. So, Stapleton is really one of those artists that I can put on his album and listen from start to yeah, finish, front I agree. to back. I agree. And you get a full feel for who he is. I totally agree. No, I and I, I do think that he is he is definitely good. But All right. I'm gonna go with Miranda Lambert. Yeah, Miranda, you are three for three. Miranda Lambert definitely on my list too. Why Miranda Lambert? Uh I don't know. I just really like her. She's one of the uh I don't I don't know. I just kinda like her music. I like um kind of her attitude, I guess. Um, I, I just, she's got one that there there are not many songs on her album that, that I don't like. And even going all the way back to, you know, her first one, what was that first one that, uh, oh gosh, I can't, I can picture the video where she's like walking in the, in the fire or whatever. Oh, that's the, that's the, where um, the, the guy's cheating on her. Oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't know uh, Gasoline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that was, I think, one of her first songs. And, you know, she was also, I actually, and you may know this, I actually won a CD on uh, one of the local radio stations. Her When her CD came out, you know this because you went and picked it up for me. Kerosene, um, I'm sorry. Kerosene, you're right, you're right. But, uh, anyway, she uh, she was actually on the show Nashville Star back in the day. Here it is, yeah. They couldn't hear it yet. Oh, here it is. Yeah, this is, uh, and I think this was her very first one. Yeah, I knew she came out of one of the singing competitions, which was Nashville Star. Nashville Star. 
Yeah, definitely one of her first hits there. Yeah. With kerosene. Yeah, and you know that uh, with Nashville Star, she did not win Nashville Star. She came in. I don't know if she was runner-up or what, but she she definitely did not win that. But I did win a, a CD answering that question. They uh, they asked on the local radio station what uh, singing competition did she perform on and it was nashville star which i don't think is on anymore it had a few seasons back in our college days and i think that was about it now was that the cd that you won when i had to go pick it yes, up that's yeah. the one that's yeah. the one so the story behind this is she wins a cd and at this point were we married at this no. point no because i was living at home so we were just mom, dating my, my parents yeah and i did this for you yep yep amazing husband future husband yeah so she wins the CD, and she, I think, was coaching girls basketball. Yes, I believe so. And you had so. to be there by, like, Thursday of that week yeah, to pick uh, up something stupid. It was like Thursday. You've got to be there, you know, by Thursday at, I don't know, 5 or 6 o'clock or whatever. So she asked me, will you go get this CD, which, understand, we live in, in North Vernon at this point, or I did, and this radio station is located on the north side of Columbus. Yes. 30, 35 minutes away, give or take. Yeah, yeah, at least. I drive there. I walk in the radio station. I say, hey, I'm here to pick up this CD for Callie Covert. She won this, blah, blah, blah. The lady looks at me and says, you're not Callie Covert. <laughs> and I said, no, I'm not. I'm Dustin Rowland. And she said, you can't pick up her CD. And I said, are you kidding me? And she said, yes, we have to have ID to prove it. And I said, ma'am, here's the deal. I drove 35 minutes from North Vernon to pick this up. Either you're going to give me the CD or I'm going to drive to Target and buy one and tell her she got it free <laughs> because I'm not driving back up here tomorrow when she's free and wasting another $12 in gas to come pick up a free right. CD. So, long story short, you obviously got the CD, and uh, so, you know, life is good. Absolutely. All right. Another guess from you. Uh, all right. Another one I would guess... I'm going to say, I, I don't know, I'm going to say Kanye West. Man, you are three for three as well. And Good. really, I know some people are going to go, oh, my God, Kanye West. Um, Kanye West, the the older stuff. Yeah. Now, he's still got some things now that kind of catch my ear. And, and I think he's a really, really good with with beats and kind of mixture. And I know a lot of people that are that are more underground hip-hop guys are going to gonna cuss me on this one, but – but the early stuff when he was, you know, the college dropout album, graduated, those albums, again, kind of going back to our college time, I thought were just so smart, so edgy, so out there. And he was talking about things that were different than what other hip-hop artists were talking about right. at the time. You know, all other hip-hop artists was kind of that gangster rap mentality of, yeah. you know, 22s and, and women and drugs and guns and you know, Kanye's out there and he's rapping about, you know, his college experience and dropping out and, you know, getting in a car accident and all these different things. And yeah, and it was just a fresh take. So, yeah, I, w I would still put Kanye up there as definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, I, I I mean, I I that one I wasn't really sure on and neither are the next ones that I'm going to throw out there. And but that, that so at least I, I got that one. I'm in a tough spot with you now, and, I, and I'm and i probably going to kind of run out. Uh, I'm going to go with a newer artist, though. Okay. And I'm going to throw out a guess that you might have said Thomas Rhett. You are right. That was my other one. Pretty yeah, good. Def definitely, a, obviously, a, I mean, a fairly new one here. Um, 
But yeah, no, I do. I do really like Thomas Rhett. I I was able to. Some of my friends uh, and I were were obviously able to uh, go to a concert here earlier this year. So I was able to see him in concert, which I thought was he was a great. It was a great concert. Um, I mean, just just really really good. And so uh, he's definitely definitely up there. There's there's not too many songs that he's put out here lately that I uh, I don't like. But uh, I mean I. I, I've not. I don't think I've bought one of his CDs. Of course, I know that's not really a thing anymore. I mean, we usually just buy the songs or a CD on our, you know, on our phones and whatnot. But uh, definitely, definitely one of them there. So, what's his favorite? What's your favorite song of his that he's he's done so far? Um, man, I don't know. He's he's got some. I probably should look should have looked some of them up just to see which ones. But I, I will bring up the one, um, his newest one. The Marry Me one. Have you seen that video? Absolutely. Yeah, that was a good video. It was funny. Um, today I, I went in uh, and saw my mom, and she was actually sitting there at the computer watching this video. Uh, and she said she had never seen it before. And uh, so Was she crying because her baby girl just got married? No, she was not. No, I don't. She was not crying. Uh, but, uh, you know, she was very interested. Meaning your sister. She married you all six years ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. But, uh. So, oh, but, uh, so, but I, I don't know with Thomas Rhett. So uh, that one was probably, that's the, obviously the freshest one. There's, I mean, they, he's got a lot of Here's good Here's that video there. that you were talking about. Oh, yeah. Next guess for you. Um, I'm I'm gonna say Nelly. Mm, not on there. I wish I had my soundboard up. I could have given that to you. Yeah, you could have. Not didn't make the list, huh? Did not make the list. I do love Nelly. I mean, um, he he. I, I mean, I like him too. He didn't make my list, but well, and and Nelly is is kind of that. And I know people are gonna call me out because Kanye West can be put in the same boat, but I think Kanye was different. Nelly was. Nelly was fun. I like Nelly. Yeah. Um, I, I, those were great party songs, fun songs. And I think he hit our perfect time for us, like, you know, Absolutely. like college. I mean, like high school and the college. Yeah. And, but as far as innovative, as far as my favorite, as far as want to sit down and still listen to him today, I mean, yes, I like when one gets mixed in on my, right. my iPod, but I can't put Nelly in that top five uh, of all time man that that's really that's really killing me here then uh i really don't know where i'm gonna go after this <laughs> man i don't know about you either i'm gonna say bruno mars no he didn't make the list he would be up there i do i do like bruno mars but all right well why don't you go ahead and tell me the ones i'm i'm missing two correct um no you're only missing one one okay why don't you tell me who i missed uh destiny's child 
I put Destiny's Child wow. slash like Beyonce. I, I do like the Destiny's Child Beyonce. That that would probably be. So do you like Beyonce now with the Lemonade no, album no, and all that? No, no, definitely not. I I, I always really really like Beyonce, but that was more the like single ladies and you know that kind of right right after I guess she got out of the Destiny's Child thing. But hey, fun fact. What's that? First CD I ever owned. Was it Destiny's Child? No. But a similar group. TLC. TLC, crazy, I, sexy, cool. I do think I have. I do think I maybe had that one. Also. Oh yeah, red with the three faces. Yes, on it. yes, I do had think I had waterfalls that. on it. Yep. Yep. That was a that was a good one. So kind of leading into that, a good discussion. Oh, and I'll tell you my last two. I'm sorry. My last two would be Tom Petty. Yeah, you I cannot I, yeah. go wrong with Petty. I I knew I was missing one. God rest his soul. <laughs> yeah. You cannot go wrong yeah. with Petty. And and I have to I have to say Dylan. Um, okay. Garth Brooks is right in there. God, I don't and even know why I didn't even think of him. I would probably put him in, got the opportunity to see him live. Unbelievable live artist, but I just couldn't put him in over Dylan and Petty. And I can already hear the phone ringing now. How do you put Kanye West in over Garth Brooks? I get it, but I tried to pick artists from my array of, of likes. Yeah. I, I tried to go outside. I, I will say one that I did have that I, I wondered about with you was Jamie Johnson. Oh, do like Jamie Johnson. And I, I just, I know that when when you, you know, we had the first house, when we were painting and, and did all of that stuff, like literally that was, that his CD was like on repeat. So I, I that was one that I, I had of, if I had to guess again, that probably would have been and, my and other. probably in my top ten. Probably in my right. top ten. He hasn't done a whole lot of new stuff lately. I agree. I think I agree. he went to rehab. I think he had some oh, really? alcohol problems. Okay. Um, kind of got out of the, the business for a while. But, you know, uh, In Color, one of my yes. favorite songs all the time. And, and, and even though I love it by Jamie Johnson, I'll just say that I love it by Jerry and Tom Allman better on acoustic yeah. guitar on a back porch uh, with Live. a cooler sitting underneath you. But. There's nothing better than hearing those guys sing that. But kind of what I want to lead into, good good call there, though. Definitely in my top ten. Yes, I did remodel an entire house listening to that one CD. Yes. But I would ask you, and I'll give you a second to think about this. If you thought about what your, your shameless kind of closeted favorite artist to listen to would be that you might be embarrassed if people saw you at the stoplight kind of jamming out to it hmm. who do you think that would be i would say old taylor swift like uh, like old Ta you know like country uh you know you belong with me uh you know like like the old country type songs before she kind of transitioned into this big pop you know, whatever. See, why do you think those are embarrassing, though? Because I think that follows right along with if I if I picked you out of a lineup. And, and to be honest, knowing you as well as I do, I think this is a tough question because those who know Callie, once she's in a box, she doesn't crawl <laughs> out of the box very often. Like ever. So you may not have that person that you're like, oh, man, I can jam to this. This is my jam. But if someone else got in your car, you'd be like, hmm, yeah, I'll change it. You know, that you wouldn't be real proud of sharing. I don't know. I just think that, you know, here I'm 33 years old jamming out to, like, 15-year-old Taylor Swift singing teardrops on my guitar, you know, well, like you, that kind of thing. You just brought up Nelly. We're 30 years old, and you brought up Nelly. I know, but, but I mean, I, I, I don't know. I just, Nelly was, like, more my time. That's, like, that's like old school for us-ish. 
And Taylor Swift, even when she came out at like 15, we were still like 25. So were we? I don't know about that. I don't know. How old is she now? I don't know. I have no idea. I'll look it up. Mine, I think, and actually it's kind of funny you brought that up because I kind of had two that were on my mind. One would be Taylor Swift. I think my kind of. Like today, Taylor Swift? Oh, yeah, today, Taylor Swift. Not not the old school. I, I, I'm sure that is true. Especially, um, I mean, obviously. The new Taylor Swift that works with Kendrick Lamar and oh, um, yeah. all these different artists and her ability to write songs, uh, her ability to perform multiple ways. See, I'm not the pop star Taylor Swift hater. Do I buy her CDs? Am I really proud to say that I am, I'm a Taylor Swift fan? Am right. I a T-Swizzle fan? I can't go that far, and like I said, I'm kind of closeted by it, but yes, I uh, I would say I'm a T-Sizzle uh, fan. <laughs> born December, I just love how you say that. Born December 13th, 1989, so she's the same age as my sister. So when same I was fun, 25, yeah. she wasn't 15. She, she was, was 20. 21. Huh. Okay. So. The other one that I would say, and and this totally, I'll be honest, comes from my love for the Howard Stern show and watching the Howard Stern show, is Lady Gaga. I am a okay. huge, yeah, yeah, closeted Lady Gaga fan. She, if you get the chance to listen to her interviews on the Stern show, she plays just the piano and sings. And you talk about a musician. I mean, I get the whole. I act. I, th- I do I think I do think the Howard Stern show helps. With with that, I mean, I've not listened to the to the uh, uh, interview, like the full interview, like what you have with with uh, with her. But I mean, I do think that that you see a different side of her versus the, you know, wearing a meat dress to one of the award shows, you know, and all that. But again, you know, I, I what I love about pop music and, and I'm not a huge pop music fan, but what I do love is they are some of the most genius marketing people there are. Oh, yeah. I mean, even Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus, extremely talented. I mean, when you get to hear her sing a cappella and sing some of these old country songs and the and the way she can sing, it, there's yes. nobody better. But she also knows how to create an aura around her and create a reputation right. and keep herself in the news. Right. Whether it's good or bad, I guess. All right, I'm going to throw out to you what some of your favorite songs, just talking pure songs. I already said All Along the Watchtower, definitely one of mine. I'll throw out a couple others. Uh, going back to Tom Petty, you don't know how it feels. Yeah. I mean, hearing him play harmonica on that's unbelievable. Yeah. Bob Dylan, The Hurricane. Um, it's like nine minutes long, but it's about the boxer. There's a great movie about it uh, that was wrongly accused and served time in prison. And then – my newer one, you brought up Chris Stapleton, Broken Halos. Oh, I yeah. don't know that there's a better song out there right now that I just can't change the radio really? when it comes on. Yeah. Um, obviously, we talked earlier whenever I said my Kenny Chesney. I mean, seriously, any of those kind of CDs, uh, even going back to, you know, like his first CDs back in the 90s, I, I could listen to those CDs and, and things, you know, on and on. But, uh, so Kenny Chesney, I, like I said before, the kind of whole beach theme uh, era and everything. Uh, what is the Journey song that everybody always sings all the time? Don't stop. That's believing. the one. Yeah, that that's a good one. What I like are your that. favorite? I, I mean, that would be up there. That was always, uh, especially especially in college, that was always one of the uh, 
hey, let's go play that, you know, at the karaoke or have them listen to it. And Man, I will tell you, that actually hurts me. And I don't know if he'll ever listen to this podcast, but just because you brought that up, uh-huh. I'm going to ask him to listen. Who's my that? my good buddy Marcus. Oh yeah, yeah. One of my best friends in the entire world. Love Despise Marcus. Despise that song? Uh, no, no. Uh, there's a bigger story to it than that. Um, love Marcus to death. Marcus and I is he's part of my inspiration to do this. We always said we were going to do one of these. I would love to find a way that him and I could do a sports uh, debate podcast. Yeah, for sure. Together. Uh, people who know Marcus and I know how serious those debates have gotten. <laughs> but I say all that to say this. The White Sox won the World Series when we were in college together. I believe, and he will text me if he listens to this, so I'll know he did. I believe it was 2006. He'll either text me and say, idiot, that's not when it was, but I believe that's what it was. During that season and the playoffs, they bought into this song to carry them through the playoffs. Uh-huh. So every time the White Sox won a game, again, huge Cubs fan, right. Chicago fan my whole life, diehard Cubs fan prior to last year. Yeah, so you weren't a bandwagon. When you send me the email at marriedwithchildrenshow at gmail.com, I'm not a bandwagon. I no. w- I've been a fan my whole life. I suffered through every year prior to last year. But, and Marcus will back that up. I had to listen to him play this constantly after they oh, won games. good. Now, you said something about karaoke. Do you want to go ahead and give us a little taste? <laughs> no, no, I... I, I need a few beverages for that, and I don't have any of those, so we'll just wait. Why, and you're pregnant. Yeah, so we'll just wait. I thought maybe the two or three listeners we had at this point, you might run off by. I know. You probably don't want me to do that. So I'll dedicate this one to Marcus and the 2006 White Sox. The song still makes me sick, but obviously I just learned something about my wife. One of her favorite songs. Yeah, definitely. So I am looking for uh, divorce attorneys. If anyone <laughs> has uh, good divorce attorneys yeah. that could at least allow me to keep my dog um, and most of my 401k, please send those recommendations to marriedwithchildrenshow at gmail.com. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a deal breaker. Go ahead and put that care of Dustin. That way <laughs> I don't want Callie to get to him first. Yeah, on that package. Yeah. All right, well. Any others? Favorite songs? No, thoughts? No, I think I, that that's that was about it for me. I kind of threw out earlier too, uh, talking about Whitney Houston. Yeah. You got any popular songs or artists that everybody goes nuts about that you're like, oh my gosh, this isn't that good. Well, one I think that is mine, and again, sticking with my whole country, I I usually stick with any of those. So some of them, and and you know when I watch the Grammys and things. Some of the songs I had no idea because I've never heard of before because, again, I don't get out of sight of my outside of my country box. But within that, I would say the one that I really he's got some decent songs and I'm OK with. But I would say is Keith Urban. I, I, I mean, I, I he's got some that's fine, but it's all the kind of 
poppy, uh, uh, like dancey. Oh, stadium country. It's so that. I'm like, and, and I don't mind that at, from, I mean, usually I'm not one of those that are like, oh, it's, you know, like Luke Bryan. It's, you know, not the traditional country. I don't mind it. I just, I'm not a fan of the Keith Urban stuff. I, I don't know why. Yeah, I, I don't know that I would put him right up there. Now, he is the one that sings Blue, right? Blue's not your best color or Blue's not? I think so, yes. Yeah, I do like that song. And that song has kind of grown on me like a wart, but it has grown <laughs> on me. Um, I would put him up there. I would say another one of mine is Rascal Flatts, talking about uh, that yeah. country. Because I swear I believe every Rascal Flatts song that has ever been produced sounds exactly the same. I think it's the same beat. I think it's the same lyrics. I think it's at the same tempo. And I know there's probably some, the head of the Rascal Flats fan club out there that's going to argue with me and say that that's not the case and that's not true. But all I will say is start listening to some of those songs. You'll know. No, I do agree with that. Uh, I, and I will say, I did go to a Rascal Flatts concert whenever I was in college. Well, right there is the one you should have said when I'm a closeted fan of. Well, but I, but I do kind of agree with you at this point. I, I liked their stuff. I mean, and when I was in college, I didn't mind it. But but it is, when you his, listen to it, I, I do think that a lot of it does sound the same. All right. I, just for fun, I did look up, uh, talking about the Grammys, and obviously I guess we should, we should talk a little bit here because we, we're recording this uh, on Tuesday night. This should come out Wednesday um, I'm probably going to set it up to come out about Wednesday at 9 o'clock in the evening. Okay. So it'll be available for a lot of people on Thursday morning, and the only reason why I'm going to do that, usually in the future, we'll plan on our podcast coming out between Tuesday night and Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, but So we can push out some social media stuff and let people know about the podcast. I'll probably wait until Wednesday tomorrow night at 9. It'll also give me a chance to maybe do a little bit of editing tonight after we're done. But... I say all that because I did look up, you know, the, some of the past Grammy winners. And it, everybody probably knows by now, Sunday night, Chris Stapleton, huge night. Yeah. You know, won most of the country awards. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, huge night on the other side. Bruno Mars, huge night. And uh, to be honest, three of my favorites. Yeah. Um, again, one that people may not think I really enjoy. Huge Bruno Mars fan. Right. Great album on vinyl. It's yeah, his 24K yeah. album. So I'm a huge Bruno Mars fan. I love Kendrick Lamar. Um, that's another one that I just, I, I'm a really big fan of. And some of his collaborations. And then obviously Chris Stapleton. But 1984, I'm going to ask you who you think had the best album. Year you were born. I could, I would not have a clue. No guess? No. I mean, come on. Think no. of who would have been huge in the 80s. I, I really, I really don't even know. It was Michael Jackson uh, with Beat It. Okay. Best Makes song, sense. Every Breath You Take by The Police. Oh, okay. Now, see, now, I don't remember the Every Breath You Take by The Police like I've heard it, but I remember the Every Breath You Take with P. Diddy and the family after Notorious B.I.G. Yes, died. yes, yes. So I remember the that, remix. That one, I, I, yes, I agree with that because I, I wouldn't have known that one either. Best country song in 1984. Stranger in My House by Ronnie Millsap. Really? I can say I've never heard that song. I was going to say, I may have to look that up, I guess. 1985, my year of birth. Yes, I married an older woman. Yep. Just a few months, though. 
Like four. Well, it was a whole year, 1984. Oh, end of 84, beginning of 85. So there you go. Uh, that's just semantics. Album of the year, What's Love Got to Do With It? Okay. Tina Turner. Gotcha. Song of the year, What's Love Got to Do With It? With Tina Turner. Okay. Country song, City of New Orleans, Willie Nelson. Oh, really? I have heard City of New Orleans. Not one of my favorite Willie Nelson songs. Uh-huh. Funny story about that. I had a fifth grade teacher. Her name was Miss Chenoweth uh, in Mitchell, oh, Indiana. Good name. Absolutely. She used to, when we weren't good, the punishment was she <laughs> would play Willie Nelson tapes You're in class. You're kidding me. No. No, when the class was bad, she would make us listen to Willie Nelson. Made it tough to become a Willie Nelson fan. Why did she do that? She was a huge Willie Nelson fan. I think And, and did she feel like, I mean, because I guess all the kids hated it. Well, have you listened to a lot of Willie I, Nelson? I know, but like that just like I weird. love what Willie Nelson stands for. I love what Willie Nelson's about. Farm Aid, the things he's done with Dave. I like his songwriting ability. But have you ever heard Willie Nelson's nasally voice? I know, I know. And hearing it over and over. I and know, but over. it just that is <laughs> that is just funny. I I guess that's what I'm just gonna have to start doing in my classroom. <laughs> Don't do it at home. I'll leave. <laughs> 2014, the year our son was born, which is kind of funny when I was researching this. I originally researched 2012. That's the year we were married. Yes. Not the year our son was born. Yes. 2014, album of the year, Get Lucky by Daft Punk. Okay. Song of the year, Royals by Lordy. Oh, my goodness. One, really? That honestly is one of my favorite songs, too. Closeted favorite song. Got the video on my, I, yes. my Apple TV. Yeah, we do. And country song, and I don't know this song. I'm actually going to see if I can look it up. Merry Go Round by Casey Musgraves. Do you know that oh, one? Oh, yeah. Should I know that one? I think so. Casey Musgraves, is that what you said? Yeah, I said Casey oh, Musgraves. Okay. okay. I even wrote it down as Casey. Okay, I thought you said Katie for some reason. or I don't know. Uh, I I do. I, honestly, I can't think of the beat right off the top of you my head. You can't give me just a little sample? Yeah, I mean, even if I could sing, I... Uh, probably shouldn't um but well you're a tremendous singer yeah, yeah i've heard you sing before i know you have and real good i'm still here <laughs> well we got a little bit of an ad here and then i'm gonna hear it. i don't remember the song at all I don't remember the song. Wait till it gets to the chorus. Not ringing any bells, though, huh? Not at all. I do remember this. Still surprised, though, best country song? I don't disagree. It must have been right at the right time. It, it must have been the timing of it. Yeah, a little, little surprised by that one. Not a bad song. I do remember it now. It did take all the way to the chorus, which yeah. I know you told me to wait for. And, and like I said, I that one, I, like I said, I couldn't, if even if I could sing, 
uh, I didn't remember it good enough, I guess, to be able to just kind of sing it to let you remember it. But uh. All right. Well, we're going to start wrapping things up here. Uh, it is uh, it's State of the Union tonight, Donald Trump's ah. first State of the Union address. And, you know, we're not going to be a huge political show, not going to talk a whole lot of politics, uh, other than I would love to get my father in here and have the same conversation <laughs> that we had the other yeah, day. Yeah, you had a good debate the other day. Yeah, I'd love to get him in here and kind of have it on the show. What I am going to say, and I'm going to preface this with very adult-themed, very adult language, and could be offensive to Benny, but, you know, one thing that I actually showed my father this week, and I know I showed you earlier, that if if you have not seen it, that I would really encourage somebody to go watch. As we talk about some of the things going on in the world today and, and race relations and the, you know, whether it's the Black Lives Matter movement or it's the Stand with the Blue movement and, you know, whether it's the guys that were kneeling on the field during the NFL games, you know, the, the diversity and the divisiveness that we have in our country, I think the best thing that we can do is is be willing to sit down and have conversations with each other. Right. And, I agree. And understand that people have very strong feelings. Um, I 100% support our military. I've got several friends that are military, you know, either veterans or current active serving military members. I also have many friends that are that are officers of the law, and I support both those groups wholeheartedly. I don't want to see violence against them. I also understand our history being a history teacher, and I understand some of the strong feelings that come from the African-American community. So I say all that to say, if you have the time, if you have the willingness, look up Joyner Lucas. He's a hip-hop artist. I know many of you may not be into hip-hop. He's a hip-hop artist, and he has a video called I'm Not Racist. And just to kind of break it down, and again, very adult-themed, very, very, and not adult-themed in the, like, sexual content. No, no. The language is very yes. strong, I should say, instead of adult-themed. Language is very strong, um, and language could be very offensive yeah. to several groups. Yeah. But the basic premise is, you know, your white Midwestern uh everyday guy on the one side trump supporter and the other side is a is a young black inner city member and yeah. they're kind of telling both of their stories and i will say this it's powerful it's it's thought provoking and i would encourage anyone to take the time to sit down and watch that video i i don't know how you can't watch that video and at least have some strong feelings and emotions about our country because no matter where you stand, I think the thing that I would like to say is I think all of us want to see our country, in the words of, of President Trump, is, is be great. And now I may disagree that I think we are great. I don't know that we have to be great again, but I think that all of us are shooting for us to be great. And that's, you know, that starts with conversations. The only way we understand each other and each other's viewpoints and we can come to a, a middle ground is to sit down and talk. Oh, I don't disagree. I mean, it, like you said, it, it is a, it is a pretty crazy and and moving video, I guess, uh, with the words and everything. But, uh, it it is something that is worth, I think, taking a few minutes just to uh, listen to. Well, anything big this week you're looking forward to? Uh, 
I don't think so. We got a big birthday party this weekend. Hey, uh, not any of ours, but a birthday party to attend. Little Chuck E. Cheese action. Yeah, our boy always loves Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, I mean there, and to be honest, as a parent, I think some other parents out there will agree with this. What better place than games, pizza, and they still serve adult beverages yeah. for the kids? Yeah, why not? Or, I mean, for the adults. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it is good, and 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 uh, Alan loves going there, and so. One of our friends, and, and uh, they've got a, a kid that's about Alan's age, and so they invited us, uh, kind of a group of friends, and, and we're all going to go. And Alan, he always is asking when the next time he can go to Chuck E. Cheese. So. And then big date night for us, planning yeah. a date night on Saturday night, trying yeah. to uh, uh, go out and do some things together. So I'm going to throw this out there. We're, we're looking for something new, something different to do, uh, restaurants, activities something good movies any any suggestions right. shoot those to us on social media uh twitter we're at married underscore show uh facebook look with married with children show instagram married with children show and then obviously uh, you can just shoot us an email at married with children show at gmail.com send us those suggestions i would love nothing more than maybe the listeners that we have to plan our date night. Yeah, there you and go. And that's a great podcast episode to come back and talk about <laughs> the areas we went. Now, again, give us something in the Cincinnati, Louisville, Indianapolis area. Find those restaurants. Uh, I, I'm very adventurous. Callie's not, but I love taking her to places that <laughs> force her outside of that yeah, box. Yeah, he does. And sometimes that's pretty rough for me, but we usually can get it done. All right. Well, hey, uh, thank you. Any suggestion, critiques? You know, things you like, things you don't like. Again, shoot us an email with those. Um, if you've got something that you're interested in coming on and talking about on the show, email us as well. We're trying to book guests now. We've got a few people in mind that we've kind of sent some feelers out to to have on, and we'll be talking more about those appearances in the next few weeks. Yeah. Our plan is to try and put one of these episodes out once a week and stay on top of that and, and get people in here and get people on. But if you've got a product, if you've got a company, if you're doing something more than just surviving, and, and again, we're married with children, you know, we, we're, we're trying to figure it out the best we can. This is something fun I've always wanted to do, and, and I couldn't think of anybody better to spend my time with than to sit across and talk to my wife. And if you've never sat and talked to your wife with a set of headphones on and recorded it, <laughs> you learn a lot about each other yeah. sitting across from each other. So if there's something that you're interested in, you're passionate about, something that you do, you know, shoot us an email again and, and married with children show at gmail.com. And and we would love to schedule a time for you to come over to us and, and sit down and record and talk. And and everybody's going to get bored with just hearing me and you banner back and yeah. forth. And we'd love to get some people in. Absolutely. So anybody's got any ideas or, uh, you know, you've got a guest or anything. That would be and then awesome. date night ideas. If anybody wants yes, to, for sure, wants to uh, just send us a, a gift card to their favorite place. <laughs> that, that, uh, just send welcome. us an email, and then we'll we'll get you an address, or I can swing by and pick that up. So, hey, thanks for joining us again. Send us any comments, critiques, you know, things you want us to know about. And and again, we're we're gonna get better at this. We're gonna keep practicing. Callie will know when she's supposed to talk and when <laughs> she's not. We'll yeah. figure out some hand signals. But thanks for joining us. I'm excited. This was fun. And, and Callie, thanks for thanks for being a willing participant <laughs> to jump in on my crazy ideas. And, hey, no problem. And, uh, hey, you know, let's see what the next week brings, and, and we'll see you again next week. That's Thank right. You. Hope you enjoyed it.